my old football number was 52. Whose number was that? Gronk's? Mine. Yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the 52nd episode. Yep. Still uh, with us out there, uh, listener? What's his face? Uh, Ray Lewis was 52. Ray Lewis was 52. Ray Lewis was a lot of things. <laughs> he might not have been a murderer, but he was uh, probably an accomplice. He wasn't a murderer, but he was a murderer's friend. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> He's the new jack of murderers. I have a funny little article here from uh, Metal Sucks. Testament guitarist Alex Skolnick uh, is voting for Elizabeth Warren in the primaries. Why? Was that interesting for anyone? I don't know. I think it's funny. Testament guitarist really thinks that he was in a different band. <laughs> well, he was for a little while. He came back, though. Was it a more famous band than Testament? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I like Alex Gold. He's a good guitar player. Yeah, but I don't care who he's voting for. Oh, no, he was in a, he was in a, a more famous band. It was the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Okay. Yeah. I don't think about them when it's 60 out. Except for that <laughs> one Christmas, it was 70 yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's February 24th, date of recording. And, uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, and it is about 90 degrees outside in Boston, <laughs> <Yeah>. Massachusetts. <laughs> it's 110 degrees out. Uh, I have my window open. The birds are chirping. The birds are chirping uh, to, really make you, to really hammer home that it's nice out. It's... Uh, Got a nice little breeze going. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, I was outside earlier today. I wore a jacket to work today because I wasn't going to be tricked by the morning just because I knew it was going to be nice today. But, yeah, I wish I could do something to enjoy this. Maybe I'll go for a walk or something later. Yeah. Get a couple. I don't know. I'm so fucking some, tired. Some respect. Go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Get your steps in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, Caps off one calendar year of Bad Dirty Fun episodes. Yeah, and we got a special one-year treat in like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we got a treat coming up. Uh, I'm not going to announce it just yet because I don't know which one we're going to do, but it's, uh, it's a callback episode. It's a callback episode. A real, I imagine anyone who listens to this would get it, so all ten of you, I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I think somehow our, our list, our, I almost said viewership. Listenership? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Me neither. Go fuck yourself, listener. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. You Why even here? Yeah. Thank I'll, you. <laughs> I'm going to see most of you this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, yep, we got something coming up down the pike, but uh, another thing that's coming down the pike that was announced this week was AEW action figures. Yeah. Did, um, I guess it was supposed to be some sort of thing on BTE this week. I haven't watched it yet. Um, well, one of the things they announced... I don't know if it was for figs or not. One of the things they announced was their autobiography coming out. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> How, did you finish? How did you finish it? <laughs> like, we get it. Your card got declined at the airport. That happens to fucking all of us. <laughs> I couldn't even buy a piece of pizza at the airport. Like, oh, you had less than $10 in your bank account? Welcome to my fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking coots. I mean, I don't even have a job, so. <laughs> Fucking bloody whores. Well, uh, 
But anyways, yeah, the AEW figures were announced, and they look pretty good. Yeah, they look pretty good. They look like they're meant to be played with with the uh, Mattel elites. Yes. Um, look like they're really just using the uh, the exact same method behind WWE's toys, which is good. They're good. Well, I think it was the guy who did Jack's figures was in uh, Wicked Cool Toys, the company that uh, did this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I think the idea is they're going to have high-end ones and shitty ones. Uh, the ones they're running right now are definitely the higher-end ones because they're oh, yeah. $24 on uh, ringside. The AEW ones? Yes. They're already there? Uh, pre-order. All right. How many of them are up there? Um, I don't know. I think at least the Series 1, which was the six wrestlers. The one um, they showed on... From the, what uh, I understand, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho have chase figures. Of course they do. Um, I think the Jericho one with the belt is the rare one. And then I think it's the Omega, uh, the blue, or not the blue, the green tights he, he wore. He might have wore when he won the IWGP title. Or maybe it was the all-in tights. I don't quite know. The to- they have a toy belt there too now? They have a toy belt. The ring playset. They have a, a normal size ring and a big ring. The big ring looks pretty enormous. Early August. Oh, August they're coming out. That's what it says. Early August. Wow, that's a. It's February right now, so that is a six month wait. I think you know what? I can hold off on pre ordering these. You know. I don't know. Like, I feel like they're going to get pre-ordered and they're not going to come out. I don't know. They're making... Eh, they'll probably be in stores. So, actually, Corey Lucas just messaged me right now uh, saying, Jericho with the AW belt is a 1 in 1,000 rare item. Uh, he said, I hope one of us gets it. I hope I get it, not you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> 140 bucks. Oh, it looks like they all might be getting uh, chase figures because the Star Trek Cody one, I guess, is another one. Uh, It's one in 500, so Cody's getting a a chase figure, too. But, yeah, I saw that Jericho was getting one. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, Omega was getting one. I'm going to respond to... to Lucas and see if he can respond back to me. I'm going to, I'm going to live uh, chat. Live our, chat. Our message here. And sent. So, yeah. I haven't pre ordered any of these yet, but uh, I can hold off for a little while. I, I, don't I will know. probably. Pre ordering the whole set just to, I don't know. Have it under, have it there waiting. It's not Lucas that said, much. Lucas said he pre-ordered all of them except for Brandy. I'm like, if I have so five, I, said, I need six. He said, I said he was misogynistic and racist in four words. Really, what a shitty figure to be in the first six. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, I'll agree with you. Um, I don't want Brandy unless Awesome Kong's involved. Uh, or the dog. Have fireworks shows at my fucking house. <laughs> Um, who should have been the sixth one, do you think? Moxley? I don't think they had Moxley in place yet. Uh, All right. So that's the only... I mean... Because so far they've announced two series. This is v- this is very like the first wave of people that were involved in 
involved in the company. Yeah. So I could, my guess is that the toys have been in the works since maybe even before. Maybe they were working on a BTE line. Maybe. And then this just happened to come out. Well, Jericho wouldn't make sense, I guess. Um, have you seen the series Two Figures? Because they came out with those, too. I... It was Moxley, Dustin... Oh, I did see MJF, Hangman, and the Lucha Brothers. I mean, that's good, too. But why did Brandy get one? Why is she the only, that's what I mean, like, only female to get one? Wouldn't you think that, like, Nyla Rose and, and Riho would get figures before Nyla Rose, her? Riho, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. <laughs> uh, it's probably too early for Chris Statlander, but... Yeah. I mean, that would probably be... She's going to she's gonna be a red card series. She's going to be a series, like, five or six. They can do three packs. Oh, they should do the three packs of the announcers. <laughs> <laughs> and have the have uh, Tony Schiavone's shirt say "War Jim." <laughs> they could have they could list Jim Ross as RJ because it gets everyone's names backward. <laughs> That's his receipt. He's pretty bad at it. He does not know what the M and MJF stands for. <laughs> Matthew. Michael. <laughs> He's done a couple of them. Oh, I, 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 it's kind of his gimmick now. It, um, it's gotten to the point where he doesn't sound like he's shitting on the product anymore. The more I watch it, no, he's trying to. He, he, when he doesn't like something, he'll kind of like lay a line in on you. Yeah, he'll let you know subtly that he's just like. No, he'll he'll shit on something that uh, Excalibur says. Oh yeah, he, he'll, yeah, he'll he, he'll be a kind of a dick to. He, he won't be a dick to the magic. He'll be a dick to Excalibur. He he asked. Him to explain Chris Statlander's backstory, so he did, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, jeez, forget it. <laughs> Sorry, I asked." Uh, he, he was he was fed up after five words. Fucking rookies. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty silly." It also seems like Shivani's happy to be there. Yes, not that he's bad. It's nice that. There's something about seeing the TNT logo and hearing Tony Giovanni. And like, all right, there's something about this that feels familiar. Well, it's also new. Yeah, uh, not only that, but uh, out of all the WCW announcers that are alive, I'm glad it's him. Well, you don't want Larry Zabisco on AEW television. Good point. I, w- I would take Zabisco. <laughs> I would take Giovanni Zabisco in 10A. Honestly, they should do a two-hour uh, like a switchover. Like how they used to do a Nitro, like the first hour was like Bobby Heenan and Tony Schiavone. Yeah. The second hour, or Zabisco or and Schiavone, the second hour was Heenan and Bischoff. They should start Dynamite at 7.56. <laughs> yeah, they used to do that, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Folks, it's going to be the greatest Nitro history. (laughs) Goldberg is battling... uh... Roadblock. (laughs) I was going to say, who is uh, Kevin Nash's old partner? Uh... Al Green. (laughs) I would have got it. That's who it was. Goldberg versus Al Green for the world championship tonight. <laughs> Wonder who's going to win that one. Bret Hart versus El Dandy in a and grudge match. Who are you to doubt the the skills of El Dandy? He's been wrestling in the cruiserweight, cruiserweight division. division. Thank you. I almost said light heavyweight. <laughs> well, 
you know, they did have a light heavyweight division. It didn't last long. No. They were four champions. Uh, Scotty Flamingo, Brian Pillman, Jushin Liger, and Brad Armstrong? Yep. You got them all. There we go. (laughs) For some reason, they were always the opener on all those crappy pay-per-views. Also, the first Nitro, although I don't think that was for the light heavyweight title. I don't think it was either. I think it was just Liger, Pillman, just to kick off the show. Yep. Smart. It was the second Nitro, the first Nitro, then it was Alex Wright and Sabu. Might have might have been the second. I remember that was early on. That might have even I opened. I was just thinking of a funny line. Liger. <laughs> Liger's don't be bad. Liger be. Oh, I'm not going to say it. What? The, the what? Pullman thing. Johnny don't be bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> found, found out from internet videos that I didn't even know that Johnny be bad was working heel for a little bit. I always thought he was a baby face. He was a heel when, at first when he was with Teddy oh, Long. Maybe he was like the flamboyant newcomer guy. Yeah. And then he sw- quickly switched because he got, it got over. Yeah, I also don't remember it. I don't remember him being a heel. I only at all. It. I only remember him shooting the little rocket things into the crowd. Yeah, but he was, uh, he was working heel with uh, Teddy Long as his manager. Because, <laughs> you know. He's a black guy. <laughs> I was thinking that. But Johnny B. Bad's not black. No, he's not. He's, he's like real Sicilian yeah. or something. I was going to say, he's like New York Italian. Get out of here. I get, why does it, what is it with like those like uh, tan skinned Italian dudes who, who just like get like shoehorned into other race gimmicks? <laughs> like Johnny B. Bad is just super tan. All right, you're a black guy now. Yeah. And then uh, Mohammed Hassan is a Middle Eastern guy. Even though he's an Italian guy, uh, Santino Morella. <laughs> right. Well, is, he's a Canadian guy. He's a Canadian. Yeah, he's who is then forced into being an, an Italian guy. Yeah, so Italians are like the typo of uh, of gimmicks. Like either like Italians can be anything else, Italian can or be any, any or anyone else could be an Italian. Anything they an- want to be. Another Italian. Uh, what's his face? Uh, was it Wahoo McDaniel? Wahoo McDaniel, who was, uh, yeah, but he wasn't an Indian. <laughs> no, he was an Italian guy from, from New York. <laughs> there was, was Tatanka the first, like, not, like, Italian Indian guy? Uh, no, it was Chief J. Strongbow, I think. I think we're talking, we're thinking about Chief J. Strongbow, yeah, but I think Wahoo McDaniel was also not Native American guy, maybe I don't know. It was yeah, it was one of those two. Wrestling history is is waning with me. I don't care. Also, oh, that's care that's a little bit before my like time or really what I give a fuck about. So yeah, my time was uh, the night that uh, Kimono want to lay a dance atop the ECW arena. <laughs> yes, um, I'm gonna name the episode that. <laughs> uh, uh, it was the the night that. Uh, Baby Earl came into play, and they did the Dave Hebner double referee switch, and Andre won the tag title from Hogan. Okay. That was, we got a new TV for my birthday, we put it in my room, and we watched that, and uh, I was like, all right, (laughs) Hogan lost the title. (laughs) Cool. A day that will live in infamy. (laughs) Thanks for this new TV where I can watch Hulk Hogan lose. 
Yeah, they made Ted DiBiase champion for two weeks after that, and then they were like, nope, we're holding it up. Yeah, now we got to get to this fucking tournament so we can have a real crappy WrestleMania. Yeah, that WrestleMania was crappy. Yeah. It's, it's, it especially sucks on the network because they dub over uh, Jesus Christ Superstar for Billy Graham so you could hear his good music. Did Billy Graham wrestle in or did he just manage Don Morocco? He Morocco. Okay. The Rock. Even though uh, uh, Fuji was a much better manager for Don Morocco. Did he manage Don Morocco or did they just do skits? Uh, I'm pretty sure that he managed them. I thought they just did skits for some reason. Well, they were good skits. Fuji Vice? Fuji Vice, uh, when he ran the marathon and cheated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he crossed the finish line in his fucking full suit and cane. <laughs> they get his face paint on, too. Did he have the face paint at that point? I don't remember, but it seems like something he would do. Yeah, in full gimmick? <laughs> did he, uh, they ever put the, the kibosh on whether he actually fed someone their dog or not? Uh, I can't imagine him doing that for real. Well, I can. I should take that back. I can't imagine him doing that for real. But even in, like, the 80s before, like, culture got all pussified, right? Yeah. That got us some internet cred. I just, I just bought us six weeks of internet cred. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, the incels, the neckbeard incels like us now. The, the neckbeard incels? Yeah. What the fuck's that mean? It means, like, you know, the kids who suck, you know. Can't, incels are dudes who can't get laid. Oh. So, wow. they, so they hate women. I mean, can't I be both? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're either don't, incel or you're not. Don't paint me into a corner. <laughs> Well, anyways, now that, now, now that listener is gone, <laughs> now that listener is upset, r- rightfully so. Uh, so, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't remember either. So let's segue to new topics then. The uh, the NFL uh, is different now. What? Oh yeah, they added a new game. Uh, seventeen weeks. Uh, seventeen week schedule now. Is that oh, happening? Seventeen game schedule. I should say. Is that happening? This year, upcoming year? I don't know because they already announced the opponents for other teams. So how do you announce the week seventeen An opponent? opponent? Yeah, opponent. Opponent. How do you how, how do you even do that? Uh, now you have an, either an odd number of home or away games. Well, I think the idea was that they're going to do neutral site games. Yeah. So every team is going to be playing in England and Mexico and. Yes. All right. <laughs> or like big college stadiums. I wouldn't mind big college stadiums. I think that's one of the ideas. Go play an NFL game in friggin' Alabama or something. Yeah. Have one at Fenway? I don't know. <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be... Yeah, that'd... it's too small to do it, but... Eh, you could fit. Well, they had to do a... When they did a college... 30,000 people there. They did a the college game. football game inside a Yankee Stadium, the new one, and they had to, like... Do fifty yards and then turn it around or something like that. Like they had to like pull wacky moves. Huh. It's weird because like I I'd envision like the third baseline being the the back of the end zone. Well, didn't they uh, 
Didn't they have like no ten yard line? It was like the twenty yard line on each it side. It might have been that. It was it something. Short, it was a short. I think I remember it was a that. Short it was field. a short field. Yeah. Which is very wacky. Which is very wacky because how are you gonna, how are you gonna have like a ninety yard touchdown? Which is all we're watching sport football for. That's all I watch it for too. Big plays. But just just chuck it downfield. Yeah. I want to see chicks dig the long ball. I, I watch football strictly for 50-plus yard field goals. Me too. <laughs> I actually only care about punt passes and kicks. <laughs> I'm such a special teams guy. <laughs> Did you see that 3 nothing game? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with that, but that went through. Also, what went through with the NFL Seven teams in each uh, conference making the playoffs. So there could that be... has to start next year. I mean, not next like the season, the upcoming season, but the season after. Uh, I, I just don't like it. I don't. Like, I, th- I don't. I like... think the structure they have right now is fine. I don't care about seventeen games. I do not care for the seven playoff teams. Like. All it's going to do is just, like, help the teams, like, the Rams, who, like, almost made it but didn't. Yeah. But it's, like, really, like, why are you letting in more bad teams to just lose to the second seed? So now the second seed has to give up their bye week and play a shitty team. Yeah. And you get like, you get one real crappy team in now, too. That's what it, I mean. It would have been the Steelers and fucking Duck Hodges last year. Yeah. And the Rams, too, actually. I that's, think what it, I, that's what I mean. Yeah. It, was, it was designed to, like, help teams like them who, like... Have big markets, but didn't our get it. mediocre teams like, get the Raiders in. Ugh, God, <laughs> get the Raiders and Tom Brady in. That's probably happening. Yeah, I want it to happen so bad so I can start rooting for the Patriots again. <laughs> Tom Brady is the reason you don't root for the Patriots. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's because he kisses his son on the lips, isn't it? No, it's because he thinks he knows what's better for my life because of his life. Well, he does. He doesn't. He married a, a supermodel. Yeah, because he's famous. He was going to marry the girl in, in uh, one of those Will Smith movies, but instead he married an even prettier, famouser girl. Yeah, because he's prettier and famous. Mm-hmm. And he's weird. He kisses a son on the lips. Like, again, I don't care about that. That's the weird part for me. Maybe he's got a hot son. <laughs> All right, scratch that. I'm naming the episode. Maybe he's got a hot son. <laughs> Twenty-two, thirty-five. All right, fantastic. That made me laugh. So, so which team would you not root for the Raiders then? If uh, Tom Brady goes there, no, I wouldn't root for the Raiders. What if he goes to the Bills? Yeah, I'd root for Tom Brady and the Bills. <laughs> Come on, even after everything you said. Uh, he wants to run your life. He wants to run Bill's Mafia. <laughs> do you think Bill's Mafia is going to let him take that over? Yeah, they would do it in a heartbeat. The little person who has beaten us constantly over the past 20 years. Yeah, like <laughs> senselessly almost. <laughs> Here you go. Here are the keys. They, they, if he played one... One down for them, they would retire his jersey. I don't think they can't retire his jersey. Well, I mean, they'd have to get a new number. Yeah. I think that's one of the things. He has trouble going to a lot of teams because a lot of quarterbacks are 12. And 
If he went to Dallas, he'd have to. Most of them aren't retired, though. Um, the Bills one, they have retired Jim Kelly's number. Yeah. Most, mostly because it seemed like he was going to die for a second there. Yeah. Him and his weird tongue. I mean, like, you can't blame him for having a weird tongue, though. I don't blame him. It sucks. <laughs> Bobby Heenan had a weird tongue, too. Well, he had the weird mouth. It was constantly open. Yeah. He had a, he had a permanent O-face. He's from Indianapolis because he's a mouth breather? <laughs> well, I think it was because they removed his jaw or part of his jaw. How long into his, uh, into it did they do that? It is like 60s. He didn't live too much longer after that. Okay, I don't remember his jaw being gone or... Yeah, he had like a, a permanent O-face. And then like for a gag, he like grew out a mustache. <laughs> he never stopped being an asshole, did no. he? <laughs> he was always funny. <laughs> uh, oh, look at the queen. Wowie. He did have a hard-on for Sherry the entire time. Uh, she was a, a busty gal. She was a busty gal. I think he liked that. Bobby Heenan was a tit guy. <laughs> you liked him from the front. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Heenan was a tit guy. I think I feel like I've named this episode like ten times. No, we've already named it. I've yeah, already yeah. Saved it. So. <laughs> In a different week, Bobby Heenan was a tit guy would be an okay name. We'll we'll put that we'll get one that one in our back pockets just yeah. in case. Save that for when we need it. Yeah. We'll call next week's episode Bobby Heenan was a tick guy. <laughs> All right. And we'll go we'll just go through ep- old episodes of wrestling to see like which ones what times Bobby Heenan said something about tits. <laughs> There's probably a couple. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of examples of it. Just go back and find any Macho Man match from the from like '89 through like '90. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the Sherry ones is probably a million. <laughs> but what other what other chicks' tits did he dig? Were too many. That was the problem with uh, the WF back then. It was like Elizabeth, who was gone for most of that, and she wasn't really a tit lady, anyways. She was, was like she just like. Oozed class. There was sapphire, cherry, and it was like Ugh. pretty much like nothing. Can you imagine sapphire's tits? I don't want to. I, I can imagine. I asked you nicely. I can imagine. Uh, uh, what's his face there? Bruce Pritchard thinking about Vince McMahon thinking about <laughs> sapphire's tits. The, ch- the chocolate titties. Chocolate titties. Did he say that about? Uh, J- Miss Jacqueline? Jacqueline? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I think Bruce just does it for, to be funny. Because he's a dick. Yeah. He's running the WWE now. Is that why I hate it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You need your fiend out there. If you don't, if you don't wrestle in the red lights, no one's gonna know he's the fiend. He'll just look yeah, like everyone else. Man, he's thinking some some jackass in a mask. Right. <laughs> what have I done without you? I guess he's not there a lot now, Vince. He's at Raw like 50% of the time, and he's even less frequent at SmackDown. Yeah, I can imagine uh, Vince not giving a shit. Yeah. With the uh, with the, bridge, like, with the blooming XFL going. 
Although even though even though he's got Oliver Luck running that show, which is probably why it's doing so well. Is uh, what were the ratings like this week? I don't know what the ratings were. I don't care. Uh, I've I've been watching the games. This was a make or break week, so was it though? I mean, you should, this is about the time where the AAF was like fucking already in the basement. Like uh, it already sucked. Uh, well, they had no quarterbacks. I mean, that was their problem. Okay, everyone sucked. At least the XFL has like decent players on their teams. What was the scoring like this week? I didn't pay attention to any XFL games. You're my XFL guy. Uh, let me bring those up. Actually, um, the I'll tell you this one: the first game of the weekend was by far and away the best game of the XFL. It was the best game of both the XFL and the AF combined. Uh, was it better than most NFL games? Uh, it was on par with a good NFL game. Okay. I'm not going to say it was the best game ever. That's a little... That's putting the... the it, it was a watchable game. football game is what you're telling me? Very watchable. Uh, God damn it, I'm trying to find the fucking... God damn! I'm trying to find the goddamn... Scores, but they don't put them up in Google like they do with the NFL. Motherfucker. All right. XFL scores. Oh, they still, I, have to, I still have to go click on some fucking website to view this. Google can't just give it to me. No, because it's not a real sport. It's not a real sport. So week three, uh, the Houston Roughnecks versus the Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, that was the best game of the season. Um, Houston is now undefeated, 3-0. Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay is uh, 0-3. What was the score of the game? Uh, 34-27. Okay, so a high-scoring affair for an High-scoring affair. Uh, it came down to the end. Um, Houston is by far the better team, but Tampa Bay uh, showed that they were, uh, even though they haven't won yet, they are not a bad team. They just week one was probably a crapshoot. Week two, who knows what happened? And then this week they played well against the best team in the league. So, um, I'm a big fan of the extra points. I would like it if the one point try was a field goal instead of uh, a, a two yard line attempt. But that's just me. I want to put the foot back in football. Uh, Dallas against Seattle, 24-12, meh. Who cares? Uh, that's Jarvis Landry's team. Jarvis Landry? Um, Landry Jones? Landry Jones. Why did I say Jarvis? I knew, I knew I fucked it up. I was like, I said that name wrong. Uh, it's because I don't, I don't smoke weed. That's true. You, you stopped doing that. I stopped. Yeah. Years ago. Um. The New York Guardians are the shittiest team in the league. Um, they lost to St. Louis, twenty-nine to nine. They got a garbage time touchdown at the end and got with, the three point with their backup conversion. No, they, I think they kicked the field goal in the first half. I think they missed their two oh. point conversion. Um, but that's after they took out uh, what's his face there, McGloin. They took him out again. I think he got hurt on getting sacked on like a fourth. <laughs> Poor Matt McGloin. Uh, I guess he was complaining about the coaches and the offense last week when they got blown out, and they benched him. That's exactly what happened. And uh, this week he got hurt and got taken out of the game. So, yeah, they they don't seem to be a good team. 
And then the last game, which was the DC Defenders, who were 2-0 going into this week against the LA Wildcats. Great name. Uh, 39-9, Wildcats. Yeah, a big, big old blowout to finish off the week. Two, two big old blowouts on Wait, Sunday. Wait, so how many XFL teams are there? Eight? Eight. And four teams make the playoffs? Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, I don't see how you, how you can do it any other way. I wish there were more teams, but I think maybe. In how many weeks is the season? Is it, was it 10? Maybe eight. I don't know. I, I honestly What's the know. closest XFL game we could go to? Guardians. Where's the Guardians? That, they're in New York. Oh, okay. So, we, <laughs> hey, plenty of seats available. <laughs> uh, they would be much better served going to a soccer stadium or uh, something like that because New York, <laughs> they drew like 17,000 people in a 80,000-seat arena. So... I mean, they does um does the the Red Bull have their own soccer stadium? I don't I don't know. Like uh, I don't know what other what smaller smaller. Do they have two f- soccer teams? Uh, was there a a New York FC too? Or I'm not sure. So it goes up until April twelfth. What is April twelfth from? This week, so well, it's nine weeks. So I guess they have a twelve, 12 game weeks. schedule. Yeah. No bye week. I don't think so. They just play every team uh, three times. That makes sense. Or not three times. It'd be uh, seven, seven. They play most teams twice. New York, MLS. Teams, <laughs> New York City FC and Brooklyn Field Club. Ugh, that's a terrible name. I feel like Brooklyn, New York Red Bulls. Well, yeah, I thought the New York Red Bulls was a team too. What's going on here? No idea. I, I could not care any less about Major League Soccer. Oh, you're missing out. I am missing out. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm missing out willingly. I, I, There's I'm 26 just, teams in the MLS. I'm just not a big soccer fan. There are four. Uh, there are four professional soccer clubs in New York City region. The New York Red Bulls and New York City FC who play in the top division. Oh, yeah. The, yeah so it's New York City FC and Red Bulls are Major League Soccer. There's other professional teams, but they're not MLS teams. So I can't imagine that anyone fucking watches that shit. Yeah. That bullshit. That bullshit. So, uh, yeah. The XFL is, uh, in my opinion, doing all right. It seems like it's doing okay. It's much better than the AAF was. It's, it's Well, the AAF was already trash by now. Very true. Um, hard to watch games. Like I, I, I would normally have them on and not pay attention to them when I had when they were around, but uh, I find myself more often than not looking away from my switch to watch the uh, 
the XFL oh. game. <laughs> My dad would bet on it just because Trent Richardson was in there and his like thirty carries for sixty five yards and four touchdowns. And that would that went on to lead the league. Yeah. <laughs> He never got the MVP votes. No, he was the all-time rushing league, uh, the rushing champion for the AAF. Though. Yeah, he's the the uncrowned <laughs> AAF MVP. The, and no one will ever be able to take that away from him. It's true. <laughs> that's the most. Uh, that's the most professional success he ever had. That is also true. Successful in college, though. Very successful in college. But you know. Not so much. It's almost professional. Not so much after college. Very much not so after college. Yeah, I mean, uh, got drafted by the Browns. Was then traded to the Colts. Mm-hmm. There was one more. And after that, I want to say Tampa Bay. Raiders. Raiders. All right. I don't know how much. I knew you, it was a Gruden team. I don't know how much he played on the. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much he played on the Raiders, but he was on the Raiders for a little bit. Cool. So is uh, Adrian Peterson still playing this year? Yeah, I believe so. I believe his option was picked up. What about uh, Adam Vinatieri? I haven't heard anything about Adam Vinatieri yet. Just thinking of like old guys still in the NFL who are going. It's kind of crazy that Adam Vinatieri... Adam Vinatieri was the oldest one in the league. Yeah, he was playing... He was kicking for the Patriots when I was still in middle school. And I am a 36-year-old man now. (laughs) That is 24 years, I think. He... I don't know. He almost retired mid-season last year. I don't think he's technically made a decision yet, but he was pretty bad last year. He was terrible. At least by his standards. He was very bad last year. Uh... I don't know if he wants to come back and try to be like, all right, last year was a... Yeah, have a good year and then retire. Yeah. Which is possible. No one can blame him. He's at inventory. He deserves it. It's kicking, so it's not that hard. Like, there are a lot worse positions to be in football, you know? He's also like, could be the only story in that team if they suck again. Yeah, that's true. Though, I mean, maybe if Brissette doesn't get hurt, they're okay again. They were pretty good at the beginning of the year. He was uh, surprising everybody. Yeah. Maybe then he got hurt. Maybe their schedule was just uh, helping them out like the Patriots was. But they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. That's true. Um, did you see that they released the strength of schedule uh, for next season? No, I didn't. I didn't you don't know who's on the teams yet. Patriots had the hardest schedule. This it year? Was based, it was based off the 2019 performances. Oh. So coming yeah, up, that, that means nothing. In twenty twenty, the uh, the hardest schedule is the Patriots. It'll be the easiest schedule by the beginning of the season. Uh, well, they got to play like KC, Baltimore. They got to play all the first place teams, and then I think they play the NFC West. Is the they have the AFC West, I think, too. Yeah. The I NFC so. West is That's Seattle, Seattle LA, Rams, uh, 49ers, and uh, Cardinals. <coughs> Who will be a nine win team next year? Very likely the Patriots. 
No, the Cardinals will be. Oh, who will, who will be? That's a possibility. Uh, they weren't too, too bad this year. They were scrappy. Yeah. They played tough against the 49ers. They played uh, tough against good teams. Yeah. Um, very possible they could get lucky. Uh, Patriots are not going to be that good this year. I don't care who plays quarterback for them. Yeah, I mean, they'll be okay. I don't think they get 10 wins. I bet they get 10 wins. The Bills probably take a step back this year. You think? I'm thinking the Bills might be the uh, the division champions. What about when Tom Brady's playing quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? He's not going to play for Miami. <laughs> there's, a, there's no way. There's no way? There's a, I would not think that he would go to Miami, the place he's played the poorest at. <laughs> it's true. He does suck in Miami. But he wants. He, he, was, he was good in Miami with Antonio Brown on the team. <laughs> he, he wants a stake in the ownership in Miami. I mean, now, you know, he can't get it during the season, but. Yeah. You have to wait three years for that. Well, you can't. They won't let you do it because they, you're not allowed to give uh, ownership as a part of a contract. Even though they did it with Gruden? Uh, players. Uh, <laughs> Gruden owns part of the Raven, uh, Raiders now. Good. Good for him. So they gave him $100 million and a stake in ownership. So $100 million How many years has he been the coach? $4. Uh, Two years now? Uh, this, that, this past year was his second year back, yeah. Wow. Feels like just yesterday. I, I miss him on Monday Night Football. I haven't heard commentary on Monday Night Football in forever. The only time I watch Monday Night Football, we were doing commentary. That's true. We we missed a lot of uh, Monday Night Football this year for, for doing this. Worth it. And I also wouldn't watch it if I wasn't here, so. Um, I mean, there was that fun Patriots game. Who knows that was? Who knew that was going to be the most fun we had all year, watching a <laughs> Patriots game? Uh... That was the most fun Patriots game. I enjoyed the Miami game at the beginning of the year. The Antonio Brown one? Yeah. It's fun watching him catch a touchdown, catch a touchdown for Tom Brady. It was fun watching the just just shit themselves. Uh, well, that's what they always do. Yeah, it's fun. Against the Patriots, anyway. It's, uh, God, the fucking, the Jets are so bad. Like, I, I don't know how like, I get sucked into, like, maybe the Jets will be good again this year with the quarterback, and they got uh, Le'Veon Bell, and I'm just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell did not pull the Jets up to his level. <laughs> the Jets brought Le'Veon Bell down to their level. Yeah, but a running back can't – that running back can't be the, the whole thing. And I wonder if, if they were okay if Donald didn't get mono. Uh, Maybe. I mean, what did they finish at? Like four and twelve. They might have got five wins. Five and eleven. So, best best case scenario, Donald plays. They get they win three out of those four games he missed. So they go eight and eight. Let's let's look it up. They were seven and nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I feel like they were like. 
They got hot at the end of the year. Uh, and they maybe, played bad teams during the end of the year, say, too. Maybe they got a, a good schedule break at the end. Well, no, they beat the fucking uh, the Cowboys, didn't they? I believe they did beat the Cowboys. I think they kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. That's what the Cowboys I mean, yeah. sucked, though. I think they uh, they neutered them. The Cowboys were going to be a playoff team until uh, the Jets punched them in the face. The Jets punched them in the face and the, and the uh, Eagles knocked them out. Yep. Fucking Eagles. I mean, Eagles are a better we're a better team than the Cowboys anyway. No. <coughs> if the Eagles stayed healthy. If the Eagles stay healthy, that's I one should, thing. I should say. Like on paper their roster was actually they had a good receiving core. Yeah, they lost a lot of them very quickly. Yeah, and for the whole year. Yeah. Now Who's the guy that fucking played for, for um, Wentz? Huh? In the playoff game. Oh. Jeez, uh, I don't even remember. McCown? Oh, it was Josh McCown, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they could have uh, used Nick Foles back in their uh, lineup. Where's Nick Foles going to play next year? Probably still in Jacksonville. I don't know. They're looking to get out of that contract. They're looking, already looking to get out of that contract. Yeah, because it's a bad contract. And Coughlin's gone, so they're trying to undo all the Coughlin things. Yep. Um, I do like Nick Foles. Uh, Garner Minshew is... Uh, my Not quarterback that good. was my quarterback in fantasy and helped me get to second place in my league. That was the two quarterback league, right? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I uh, my fantasy year was very hostile this year. Um, I lost like every player. How hostile? Uh, I drafted Cam Newton. <laughs> I was expecting you to say fucking. Oh, <laughs> right over my head. I just listened to uh. Something off Far Beyond Driven the other day, too. Weird. <laughs> I saw Far Beyond, Far Beyond Driven when I was at a thrift store, and I had to pick between that and Wisconsin Death Trip by Static X. You want to go into my car and listen to Static X <laughs> after this? <laughs> uh, Far Beyond Driven was uh, the first metal album to debut at number one on the Billboard charts. Cool. <laughs> 1994 must have been a slow year. Weird Al debuted. Holler, if you hear me. <laughs> Weird Al debuted number one on the charts four or five years ago when Mandatory Fun came out. Yeah. Also, the Billboard charts don't really mean dick anymore. No. They, I mean, They're pretty worthless. I don't know if they ever meant anything. I think they meant a lot for album sales when album sales mattered. Yeah, back when album sales albums would sell a couple, a couple million copies in the first. Week. Yeah, I, I think he like he debuted at number one with like twenty thousand copies sold or something bananas like that. <laughs> yeah, there's no money in music anymore. Yeah, good. If I can't have it, they can't either. <laughs> well, I want it. <laughs> I want it too. I want to go to real work. Speaking of uh, music sales, KS got a uh, a spike in sales rate lately. I don't <laughs> yeah. know where that came from. Completely organic. 
someone just sought it out and bought the albums. And I was like, hey, thank you. You got a purchase? I got several purchases, but someone paid like full album price for one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What uh, fig are you going to buy with it? <laughs> it's going in my Chris Needs a Job savings account. We should do a Nitro Party album, but like do it like we are the world. But like it's it's a fundraiser, but it's just to buy figures. It's a fig, it's a fig it's, raiser. It's so it's it's so obvious that we put it on for sale on Patreon. Yes, it's such an obvious cash grab. Yeah, when do I get to have a cash grab? Because I will not choose the I will not err on the side of dignity when that time comes. <laughs> well, people won't buy music, but maybe if we do. Uh... Maybe if we make like figs or something, bad dirty fun figs. I was thinking the eight by tens. <laughs> You're gonna have to sign a lot of those. Signed eight by tens, five bucks each. Get a, I mean, it's a lot of labor. Yeah, just have someone pass them to you. You, you ever see the assembly line? Yeah. It's like you've never seen an episode of BTE before. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that. It's a lot of work. We're writing your name? Yeah. That many times, though. We probably only have to do it five times. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like signing your name when you fill out, uh, finish out your taxes. Yeah, you just got to sign your name a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's federal. I mean, it's state, and we're good. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I did my taxes. I did, I, I got, I've already started spending my taxes. Oh, you got a, ref, a, a refund. I got. I, I wound up owing the state. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I <laughs> actually haven't filed my state one yet, but. I, I, I did get a refund from the the feds, though. I got a refund from the feds, but they took some of it because I owed them $800. Nah. Which I knew. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's good now. I don't owe the feds any money. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. It's the first time I haven't owed the feds money in a long time, actually. Oh, that's a good feeling. They'll get them off your back. Yeah. yeah. Well, last like... year, there's like a weird window between me owing them money, them getting their money, me filing my tax returns, getting a full tax return, and then me owing them money like right after. And I got like, oh, I guess I'm getting the whole tax return this year. And then I spent it. <laughs> we went to Maine. And I was like, ah, well... This is like free money right now, so let's party. So, listener just texted me. Oh, what's up, listener? I've had Hulk's the one in my head all day. This is Hulk's the one? This is Hulk's the one. <laughs> they say your heart is made out of stone. You got me hanging by a string My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone Won't you please give your bone to me Whoa, you're the one The only one Hope the only one for me Whoa, he's the man The only man He's much less racist than Terry from that very first look You got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm 
I heard the alarm I should have called the police Whoa, you're the one The one, you're the, one. the only one, oh, the only one for me. Well, he's the man, he's the, the only man. Oh, God, I finish DP. My friends don't tell me I'm under your spell, but I'm too blind to see. You held on so strong, and then you are gone. Sure, listener knows that he just got it. <laughs> you just initiated the song. <laughs> Very serendipitous. <laughs> and then a real, he's like a gif of a real oily rip. <laughs> Pete uh, Buttigieg, uh, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, daydreams about first openly LGBTQ ordered drone strike. It's the uh, hard times, daddy. Hard times hits too close to home sometimes. <laughs> hard times is very good. Uh, when dad supports his son by fucking shit up during a set <laughs> or something like that. There's another one that was... Uh, Supportive dad of gay son doesn't buy that he's a top. <laughs> that was actually one, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a good one. That made me laugh. <laughs> um, I mean, what's another good one? Oh, uh, man in his twenties, man in his thirties, man in his thirties, ironically listens to new metal in his car by himself for fifth day in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who do that. Yeah, that was I was tagged in it. Uh, yeah, your Porsche. You had had so much. There's a Black Sabbath cover on Far Beyond Driven. Is it with Planet Caravan? Yeah, their Black their Black Sabbath cover wasn't good. Yes, it was. It was very good. I don't remember liking it. Spot on. What are they? They're not typo negative. <laughs> No, they're not. They played after type of negative. Oh! Okay, Jason Newstead. 
every seat in the house. <laughs> Pantera would have sold it out. Although yeah. Pantera was cool. They they let Anokun open for them. Yeah, it's because Phil has a hard had a hard on for fucking for Seth. For, for Seth. <laughs> if he, uh, I wonder if he still does. That'd be some weird necrophilia going on. Maybe when Phil dies, they can. Uh, Seth can fill in for Rex in heaven. Uh, they're not up there. They're <laughs> down there in hell. <laughs> really? <laughs> At least Phil's going to hell. <laughs> what makes you say that? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll have time back in. Like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're okay. Everyone seems to think that Dimebag was a cool guy. He was. I mean, Vinnie Paul isn't getting into any heavens with that facial hair. No. No. It's like Peter, maybe douche Peter, heaven. Peter Chris doesn't get into heaven either. <laughs> no. No, because the real Peter Chris was living under a bridge. <laughs> I don't get it. There was a guy claiming to be Peter Chris living under a bridge in the 90s. Oh. And I think it was Tom Arnold thought it was Peter Chris on Hard Times. And then like he went to go help him out and it wasn't Peter Chris. There's a guy pretending to be Peter Chris from Kiss living under a bridge. <laughs> oh, Tom Arnold. Yeah, and Tom Arnold like almost got duped, but like, it was on like Maury or something like that. Maybe Jerry Springer. It wasn't quite as egregious as the Sammy Hagar at the Boston Garden introducing a match for the WWF, but what happened? The fake Sammy Hagar, WWF. I've never seen this. Oh, boy. This is some real bullshit. <laughs> i got to bring this up. This is really... I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> it's so stupid. WW... I hope it shows up. Fake Sammy Hagar. The WWF has no clue who Sammy Hagar is. It is not Sammy Hagar. <laughs> no, it's not even close. It looks more like Rick Derringer, if I remember correctly. And the crowd is turning. Yeah, the crowd realized that uh, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> that is... Oh, here comes Barry Windham. <laughs> the Widowmaker? So, <laughs> I think this is pre-Widowmaker. This was uh, back when he was teaming with... Uh, Wyndham and yeah. Rotunda? Yeah. I guess he couldn't team with Wyndham because he was Wyndham. <laughs> is this where Bray Wyatt was born from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bray, uh, fake Sammy Hagar got Mike Rotunda so hot that he made Bray Wyatt accurate. I'm going to end it there. Okay. <laughs>